It is 8 o'clock on your Saturday night, which means it is time for the best in goth, dark wave, death, spirit, death rock, spooky tunes, horror business, and everything that crawled out of the grave and into your ear holes on Dark Entries Goth Radio with your host, DJD. And uh, tonight's first in a three-part series, uh, looking back at the best releases of 2022. Everything is best in the world of goth, death rock, post-punk, and horror. Hope you guys had a good uh, break over the holidays, but uh, I'm not going to waste more time because i got a jam-packed playlist tonight, kids. 304 days until Halloween, and this is Dark Entries, Goth Radio.
All right, kids, we are back. Uh, I am your host, DJ D. This is Dark Country's Goth Radio. Kicking off the show with uh, the collaboration of uh, FM Attack and Vandal Moon uh, with the track uh, Seance, uh, one of my favorite releases of 2022. And you are tuned in to Dark Country's Goth Radio, 90.5 WSC FM Columbia, the best in goth, death rock, post-punk, horror business, spooky tunes, and everything that crawled out of the grave and into your ear holes. Here with the hosty ghost of the jo- ghostly host with the most, something like, like that, uh, DJD, uh, first in a three-parter series, uh, probably going to be at least three episodes long. It usually is when I do these things, of the best releases of 2022, or at least some of my favorites. Uh, in the first hour, we're going to have nothing but uh, local artists and artists from the Southeast and a lot of bands that I like collaborated with or bands I actually did shows with um, who are basically friends of the show uh, who put out new music in, in the past year. So that's going to take up the first hour of the show. And uh, then we're getting to our words of wisdom, Local Charlie, as we usually do. The second hour is going to be uh, kind of opening up to like some of my favorite global gothy releases. And uh, if you are one of the bands I'm talking about and you don't hear yourself tonight, don't worry. Like I said, this is the first of a three-parter. There's no way I'm cramming all this stuff into like one episode. So <laughs> don't worry. I got you. It's coming. It's coming in the next few weeks. I want to give a big shout out to uh, Swan Song. I'm out of breath. Why am I out of breath? <laughs> I had to take the stairs all the way up here. I'm still out of breath. <laughs> So, uh, big shout out to Swansong, who uh, sat in for Dub DZ uh, tonight, and who usually, of course, is on with, uh, you know, One More Saturday Night, and uh, he wasn't able to make it tonight, but he'll be here next week from what I understand, but um, Swansong is going to be my new 10 o'clock person in the spring, spring schedule when that kicks off. Yes, I am. Yes. Very exciting. Yeah, Swansong is one of my favorite new uh, DJs here, so, uh, and I wanted to, <laughs> I was talking a little bit earlier, I was thinking, uh, the cool thing about Swansong is that, like, uh, they're very enigmatic. Enigm- I can't say the word enigmatic. Uh, you know, COVID's still a thing, obviously. I've only actually seen Swan Song in person like a handful of times. Like, I can't only one hand. I mean, sometimes we've been in the same room together. And they've always wear a ma- worn a mask. Part of me like really wants the face reveal, and part of me doesn't. I've never seen the bottom half of that face yeah. or anything below the eyes. Listen, you're not alone, though, because <laughs> literally not even my mother has seen my face since about January 2022. <laughs> Not a single person on this earth. I love that. <laughs> I actually love that. Like, I love the commitment to it. Honestly, like, at this point, yeah, it's just become a lifestyle. Like, I yeah. don't know if I ever could take it off. Yeah. Uh, it's your brand now. It's like your thing. That and the and the uh, the wardrobe, I can't Thank describe you. all of it. If, I wish that you guys could see what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> Swansong is like a vampire. Like, I don't think that they are real. Like I don't, no one is that stylish in real life. Oh my! <laughs> honestly, they look like they stepped out of an Anne Rice novel. Honestly, that is it's ridiculous. The best compliment I have ever received yeah. in my life. I'm actually rereading um, uh, the Vampire series right now. Ooh. Actually, in my car, in my truck right now is is uh, Tell the Body Thief. I just started the other day. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I hear that adaptation of one of her novels is like really good. The one, yeah. Uh, well, the the original movie, yeah. Um, the first movie, of course, Interview with the Vampire, which came out in the 90s. Um, the new series is, I'm, I've really enjoyed it for what it, well, I guess I guess it's, it's going to get a second season, I guess, but I'm really enjoying it for, like, what it is. Mm-hmm. If you just really want a cool vampire show that takes place in New Orleans and everything, and you don't want anything that's too loyal to the books, then knock yourself out. It's great, and there we go. If you want, like, a, a proper adaptation, no, not at all. I mean, they okay. just take total liberties with it. It's uh, it's it's all over the place. I, I you know, it's it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's it's never going to replace the original movie because the movie's just perfect. But uh, yeah, I haven't read the books in about twenty years. A few years ago, she came back and wrote three more. Oh, right before she died. 
I own those and I've never read them, so I figured I want to give it a proper reread, start from the beginning, go all the way through, and then work my way up to the new ones, well, oh, the quote unquote new how ones. How many are there now? Oh, geez. Like in the Vampire series, there's like four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, if you count like the little side off, spin off mm-hmm. books and everything, there's a good 10 or 12. Oh, wow. And then you've got the Witching series, which is another good five or six. And then at some point, actually, there are two books where the two merge together because they all take place in the same universe. So uh, the characters start to kind of, you know, hop in and out and then they like I said that it leads up to the final two books where the two worlds are just merged and it's just one big series by the end of it and so because of that there's AMC spinning out the, the Mayfair Witches show which is uh, adapted from the, the witching books and in the vampire series they even make mention already of like the Mayfair Witches and all that so I mean at some point there's going to be a crossover I'm assuming in the in the TV shows too so oh, I love a good crossover episode right yeah oh, so yeah it's all one universe so yeah cool. yeah so yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I started it. I'm way too slow on it. I usually read pretty quick, but uh, yeah, I guess I started a few months ago, and I'm, I'm averaging about a book a month, which is not like me. I usually buy a book a week, but <laughs> I've just been so busy, you know. Honestly, like during the yeah. semester of school, I cannot read a single thing. Right. Over this break, I've read like ten books, mm-hmm. just because I have nothing else to do with my time. Right. Really. How this semester go? Oof, it was rough, but we survived and we ended up thriving. Nice. So. I'm gonna call it a win. Nice. Yeah. What do you What do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, when I grow up, mm-hmm. unlike the pussycat dolls, I do not want to be famous. I just want to. I don't even have a specific goal in mind. I just want to do something where I feel like I'm doing something good in the world. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Well, that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, because I don't have any specific like. I definitively want to do X for X. Like I'm just willing to go wherever. The terrible job market takes me. Right. As long as I don't feel like I'm contributing to the worsening of the world, I'll survive. Yeah. I mean, these days it's kind of like hang on to a paycheck for something that doesn't make you feel terrible when you get up in the morning and just try to hang on to that like grim death for as long as you can because everything is so out of your grasp. You know, like, uh, yeah. I mean, I I, want to do like five things, you know, and there just aren't enough hours in the day. And I mean, right now I work in social media and I do content creation, which is like, you know, I can't complain. No, I get paid literally amazing. just to mess around on social media all day and shoot videos, which is, you know, sort of the dream for a lot of people, you know. But uh, at the same time, I'm also getting into voiceover professionally. And, uh, you know, I want to be a writer. And I want to, you know, I want to do 10 things. But, and it all sort of dovetails together, all of them, yeah, actually. But, uh, yeah. I mean, like you said, over the course of a life, you can do it all. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right, kids, let's do a show. Thank you for sticking around. Yeah, Swan Song's the coolest. So, yeah, and also, that I guess that means you're replacing, uh, you're, in a few few weeks you're going to be replacing um, Theater Kid, who was my other 10 o'clock person, which yeah. it's it's a pro and con. I'm glad to have you here, but I'm going to miss her. She's she moved on so to a different fun. night. Yeah, oh. yeah. I like her rambles that she does every week. Yes. I th- isn't yeah. she moving to Thursday or something? Uh, yeah. We've got to plug like her at some point. Yeah, sure yeah. people know where to go. Yeah, she's going to be. I, th- I think it's Thursdays. I'm not sure of the time for it. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll check that out. But uh, yeah, let's do a show, kids. Like I said, this is the first in a three-part series, at least of the three parts of the best of 2022. And the first hour we're going to do is focus on, like I said, local acts and uh, acts from the Southeast and bands that I've actually collaborated with or done live shows with or just bands that I'm just friends with. So, uh, to that end, the Yets are a local band based out of here in Columbia. They uh, contain members, former members of Bachelors of Art, which is was an amazing post-punk band in the 80s that existed here, featuring uh, Sonny uh, on drums, who you better know probably as the drummer from uh, for uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, some little band called Hootie and the Blowfish that I guess got some sort of success out of here. You may or may not have heard of them. Uh, Bachelor of Art, their original drummer was uh, Sony, who I, I used to know a little bit. He used to kind of hang out at the station. 
And uh, other members of the band went on to form uh, The Yets, which just put out a brand, brand new album actually called The Yets. And also come up in this set is going to be uh, our other uh, Columbia favorites, Candy Coffins, and a whole bunch of other cool uh, Columbia-based and Southeast-based bands. So it's all come up in this set here. Right now, though, uh, The Yets from their new album, The Yets. track's called Letter to a Boy. On your Dark Entries, God's Radio. Here we go.
Dead Cool with uh, Send Me an Angel, their cover uh, that they put out uh, earlier this year, and I was lucky enough to do a show with them. And also uh, Tender Lash at uh, the Radio Room in Greenville, one of the most uh, most enjoyable gigs I've ever been a part of. We got to DJ that one. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely rad. So uh, finish up that set there. Uh, good friends of the show, good friends of mine, and I was just talking to um, 
uh, Swan Song here and uh, telling him about how I uh, was in the video. Uh, the video's got a handful of uh, Southeastern goth scene regulars, I guess. Tinder Lash uh, slash Candy is also in that video, and uh, you're going to be hearing from her coming up in the next set. Speaking of covers, uh, with her cover of Zombie by the Cranberries, that's going to be coming up in the next set. <laughs> and Swan Song's face lit up when I said that. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I'm nothing if not basic, and the cranberry zombie iconic. I cannot <laughs> wait. <laughs> so, this that was expensive. <laughs> even though I can only see the eye, from the eyes up, it, the face was like, "Oh my!" It's <laughs> so anyway. So the uh, the the set kicked off there with the Yets. Uh, of course, Yets. I said uh, our uh, Columbia based band, made up of uh, former members of uh, Bachelor of Art. Uh, also former members of the Bachelor of Art make up uh, Candy Coffins. So we had the Yets, we had Ghost Painted Sky after that. They're from out of Boston. Speaking of amazing shows, I did a show with Ghost Painted Sky, Solemn Shapes, and uh, the Palace of Tears back in uh, last year at New Brooklyn Tavern. And uh, stay tuned because the Palace of Tears are going to kick off the next set. So they are fantastic. They're going to be the, the first uh, band in the next set. After Ghost Painted Sky was uh, Candy Coffins, like I said, uh, with uh, Tangled Up in Teacups from the new album Once Do It With Feeling. Check out the video for that. That just came out not too long ago, just a couple weeks ago, and uh, featuring lead singer Jamie Lathan, uh featuring his daughter in the video as a ballerina. She's an incredibly talented ballerina here in Columbia, so uh, you'll see her prancing around the video. And actually, if you have the CD and you open it up in the liner notes, there's a small little picture of some ballerinas there. You know, that's that's her, actually, in the photo. Dead Cool, after that, finished up this set with uh, Simeon Angel. You are listening to Dark Entries Goth Radio, the best in goth, post-punk, spooky tunes, horror business, things that crawled out of the grave and into your ear holes. Are you a horror person? Do you like? Am I a horror person? Okay. Yeah. So I enjoy it, but I'm not equipped to handle it, if that makes sense. I get terrified. Gotcha. What scares you? In general. In general. Yeah. Oof. Okay, so on my own personally, I'm not a big fan of the dark because yeah. it's just unknowingness, really. Like anything could be out there. Very much not a fan. Ugh, disgusting. Also, like when it comes to horror movies, it's really just jump scares that get me. Oh, wow. I don't like them, but they're in so many things. Yeah. But if it's like a nice build of like yeah. suspense and like keeping me wanting to tear my hair out, that's good. I like that. Nice, nice. Mm. That's going to lead to a slight uh, horror talk. Um, oh. We actually, as we usually have on the show, I might as well slip that in now. Since the last time I was on the air, I caught a lot of Christmas themed stuff. I'm not going to go into all of it, it's too much of it. Highly recommended, uh, terrified. I want to say. I'm going to have to look this up. You know, I want to make sure I, I don't want to get this wrong. I believe the director is Spanish. I believe it's, uh, it came out of Spain. It's entirely in Spanish, so you know you might want to have your, your subtitles on unless you speak Spanish. It came out 2018, and when I come back, I'll, ch- I'll check it out. And I want to come back. I'll mention the director's name. It escapes me right now. One of the most unnerving things I've seen in quite a while, and there's a lot. You know, It takes a lot to get me, but uh, they were doing some really cool, oh, is disturbing interviews. Hmm? Is it the Argentinian one? Yeah, I think it's Argentinian. Yeah, yeah it's called Terrified. Are you looking at a poster with a face that's kind of split down the middle? Yes, and I Yeah, am. that's the one. Yeah, oh yeah. I posted about it because usually when I'm watching something at home, I'll, I'll put a post up online. It's like, this is tonight's horror. And uh, my buddy Brian of Review the World, here's his plug, reviewtheworld.com. Check that out. He chimed in. He goes, and he was talking about how um, it, it terrified his uh, girlfriend more than anything she'd seen in a long time. So, <laughs> yeah, which I, she, she's pretty tough. I mean, I've hung out with him, and, you know, she can, she can take a lot, but... Uh, yeah, if it scared her, then yeah, it's pretty, pretty, it's pretty unnerving. I gotta say, and and what made me think about it was when you said jump scares, because uh, jump scares usually don't get me. I don't know. I think they're kind of cheap, but uh, there's one in particular that even made me go ah. <laughs> oh, scary, scary. Yeah, yeah, it I'm got me. It got me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's uh, so highly it's recommended. Huh? 
Yeah, does it say the director's name? Uh, yes, it's Demian Rignath. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely recommend it. Check that out. And also, uh, Violent Violent Night and uh, Christmas Bloody Bloody Christmas. What am I saying? Bloody Christmas. Christmas Bloody Christmas. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to see Violent oh, it's Night. Fun. It's so bad. It's fun. It's just fun. It's, it seems like it would be fun. Like not yeah. nothing too serious. No, just, it's like, it's Santa violent, but it's just fun. Up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a. Well, I'm not going to spoil it. What, yeah, what exactly Santa's motivation is, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just wild. Yeah, a Violent Night is just uh, it's just bad Santa meets Die Hard. <gasps> yeah, that's really it. <laughs> it's exactly it. It's <laughs> if Bad Santa did a Die Hard. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a lot of fun too. Nothing serious going on either one of those movies. Just just yeah. a good time. So, uh, all right, let's uh, continue the show, kids. Dark Entries, Goth Radio is on your radio. Coming up in about 20 minutes or so after the set, we'll have our words of wisdom from Uncle Charlie. Then we'll get into some uh, sort of global releases. We are still right now continuing local releases, though. Uh, bands who are friends of the show or live in Columbia or that sort of thing. So a couple of this set, we got uh, kicking it off the Palace of Tears, who I had the pleasure of uh, doing a show with at New Brooklyn Tavern last year. The track's called Tears of the Moon, uh, version 2 from an EP they put out. Uh, just a two-track EP that is actually called Tears of the Moon. Come up also, and this says Vexagon. We've got some Tender Lash, who I just talked about a second ago. Well, Columbia's own Warfare Check. Ending the whole thing is also going to be Columbia's own Minerva, the greatest doom metal band in the world, as far as I'm concerned, or at least one of them. But right now, the Palace of Tears with a track, Tears of the Moon, version 2, on your Dark Entries, Goth Radio. Here we go. Thank you. 
Minerva, Columbia's own Minerva, uh, featuring uh, Kevin Jennings and uh, Gina uh, on drums. Uh, one of my favorite uh, Columbia acts. Uh, of course, Kevin and Gina are also uh, two-thirds of Turbo Gato and... No, they're entirely Turbo Gato, I believe. And uh, two-thirds of a and and uh, Motorhead uh, tribute band. Anyone who's anybody who hangs out in Columbia and knows that nightlife and uh, just basically hangs out at the art bar in general knows who uh, Kevin and Gina are, two of the coolest people in town. So uh, super, super cool people. Um, they're also going to be a part of Pater Noster, uh, the soundtrack, which I guess I can talk about that a little bit. We'll take a little quick break to talk about movie news. Uh, director Chris Bickle, based in town here. Chris Arrow, director of, uh, of Colasita Productions, who uh, directed uh, The Theta Girl and Bad Girls, both movies of which, if you're eagle-eyed enough, you will catch yours truly running about in the movies. I'm in the crowd scene and uh, a couple scenes in uh, Theta Girl, and then I get killed gloriously at the very end of the big shootout at the end of uh, Bad Girls. <laughs> anyway, uh, he's uh, working on his third feature right now called uh, Pater Noster, which is going to be uh, shot next spring, and the soundtrack is coming together, and uh, Gina and Kevin are going to be part of that, from what I understand. Also really cool other acts. I'm not sure how much of them I'm allowed to talk about. There's there's a couple I'd love to talk about. I'm not sure how much of it is secret production stuff and how much of it is just out there. So I'm going to stop while I'm ahead right now. But you guys are going to love it. Keep an eye on the socials, you on, on my social stuff anyway. You'll at least see the teaser trailer that just came out just a few days ago. So uh, that's all over the internet. You can freely see that. It looks pretty solid. Uh, best way I can describe it is um, Midsummer meets, meets the Manson family. So, uh, yeah, pretty pretty solid and on brand for uh, for Bickle. Speaking of Manson family, uh, Uncle Charlie is going to be giving us some words of wisdom in just a little bit, just a few minutes, actually. Uh, we're going to take a break and uh, have our words of wisdom as we do every week. But in the set you just heard was uh, kicked off with the Palace of Tears with Tears of the Moon uh, version 2 from an EP of the same name. Uh, Palace of Tears, I was just telling us once, I'll put on a solid show back in uh, last year at New Brooklyn Tavern with me and uh, Ghost Painted Sky and Solemn Shapes. Vex gone right after that with a track called Voyeur. Tenderlash after that, of course, uh, Charlotte's on Tenderlash with her cover of Zombie, which I, I guess I guess uh, Swan Song gave me the thumbs up on that one. Is that all right? Does that meet the uh, Swan Song seal of approval? Okay, good. I have many seals of approval. Okay. <laughs> The various seals, okay. Uh, Warfare check after that. Another Columbia bass band with uh, another uh, Columbia mainstay, Bubs or Bella on vocals, his newest project. Uh, Warfare check with a track called I Hate This from the new album called uh, Now That's What I Call Art. Homegrown Columbia punk right there. And uh, Minerva's what we just heard with Hollow uh, from the album of the same name, their first uh, studio album, I believe. Solid, solid stuff. So that ends the first half of the show, kids, and that ends the... uh, the segment of uh, local slash southeast slash friends of the show, quote-unquote, uh, stuff. So we're going to take a little break here in just a second right now, and we'll come back and we'll be, uh, kind of expand things out into worldwide releases, including, um, I think, uh, sprinkling in there is going to be some Ukrainian stuff. I did back in the beginning of the year, I did two episodes where I was just like loaded with the Ukrainian acts back when stuff was unfortunately kicking off. And I kind of want to do some tributes to uh, Ukraine in general. So uh, we're going to hear some Ukrainian, really solid Ukrainian stuff in the next uh, hour, as well as a bunch of other cool releases of 2022 in the first part of the best of 2022 in goth and spookiness and horror. So with your host DJD on 9.5 WSC, FM Columbia Broadcasting and HD1. Speaking of horror, um, anybody who knows anything about me for five minutes knows that Hellraiser is my favorite movie of all time, or at least my favorite horror movie. I've got mixed feelings about the remake that came out this year, and I won't go on that rant right now, but I've got mixed, meaning that the good stuff I loved, absolutely adored. The bad stuff, mm, not as much. But speaking of good stuff, my one of my favorite Cenobites in the movie was called Gasp, 
I absolutely adore Gasp. And uh, if you've seen the movie, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. So we're going to hear a little something from Gasp to uh, kick off our break here as we cut to uh, see some ads and things, and then come back and hear from old Uncle Charlie. Only Dark Entries, Goth Radio. Here we go. Seven hundred thousand Americans were arrested on marijuana charges last year. That's an enormous waste of law enforcement resources and terribly unfair to those arrested and their families. It's time we stopped arresting adults who smoke marijuana responsibly. For more information, visit Normal's website at www.normal.org or call toll-free 888-67-NORMAL and tell them Willie sent you. Do you get tired of styling your hair every day? And do you want a good hairstyle every day? Hi, I'm Sarah Schuster. I went on a website called inventnow.org, and after that, I decided to invent something too. Something called the InstaDo. Just imagine, you just put it over your head like a helmet does, and you pick your hairstyle with the buttons on the side, and you can have instant hairstyle in seconds. People like it. People like Jeff Bart. I like it. And people like Kenneth. It's this helmet thing, and it fits over your head, and it's great. Thank you, Kenneth. You should go to inventnow.org, and it could help you come up with your own invention. After all, look at me on the radio now. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. If you choose to fight, then remember these are the places to hit. Eyes, knees, groin, throat. Eyes, 
Self-defense is anything we do to make our lives safer on a daily basis. Self-defense is fighting with our fists, yelling, telling him to stop looking at us, running away, listening to our gut instinct, getting support, knowing that we are worth defending, talking about what happened. <laughs> and playing rock. The goal of self-defense is to provide all women, children, queers, people of color, and targeted communities with options and skills that are effective and practical, no matter what our experience, age, level of fitness, or shape of body may be. What did they think they were? Are we ready here, man? Yeah, we're ready. We're ready. Yeah, we're ready here. Okay, ready. War. What did they war. think they were? Doing? We are at war now. But what did they think they were doing for you? They weren't doing anything for me. What did they think they were doing for you? Okay, okay. If you were me and I am you, everything you do is for you. It's for me too. So what did they oh, think? Oh, if you're in they one mind, if I am you and you are me and we are all together. And then who's responsible for coming together over me right now? Da 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 da. It's all his fault. Oh, no, no, it's his fault. No, we put another false face on it. It's Halloween. It's your fault. So, now, wait a minute.
by Boy Harsher from the soundtrack to The Runner, uh, another one of my favorite releases of uh, this past year with a track called Escape. There were a little words of wisdom from Uncle Charlie that was actually a uh, trace amount uh, featuring Static Bloom with a track called Suspect uh, from an album called Anti-Body Language. You are listening to Dark Entries Goth Radio with uh, your host DJD, the ghostly host with the most here until 10 o'clock. So we got about 40 minutes left of the show. Our good buddy uh, Swan Song is going to be coming back on. Cool enough to kind of stick around for uh, and sub for uh, Dub DZ before the show. So I bookend with some Swan Song. Is it just Swan Song or is it DJ Swan Song? Um, it is just Swan Song. That's what song, I thought. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Too cool to actually be called DJ. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I love how your DJ name is also your show name. Listen, it's it's called branding. It's marketing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we are, because uh, i got a jam-packed show here. I'm not going to talk too much here. Uh, I'm going to jump into the next set here. When we're going to kick it off with some Chelsea Wolf, And then we're going to hear a little bit from uh, Pearl, uh, my favorite horror release of 2022. Potentially, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and call it my favorite film release, period, of 2022 of any genre any movie that went out, if Mia Goth doesn't win an Oscar for this thing, I am boycotting the Oscars, not that I really watched it anyway. But she is so incredibly fantastic in this. One of the best performances I've ever seen on film by anybody ever. And if you haven't seen X and you haven't seen Pearl, after the show is over, screw New Year's. Don't even go off New Year's. Stay home and watch X and Pearl. You have to watch them in that order. And then get yourself ready for the third movie coming out, hopefully in 2023. But, uh fantastic stuff. Absolutely fantastic stuff. And the fact that she can do such a convincing little southern accent, which is just adorable considering she's very, very British. And <laughs> I just, I actually, I'd never even heard an interview with her in her actual real voice until just today when I was putting this stuff together. And I couldn't believe how incredibly British she is. Especially when you, you know, you watch the movie and she's like very convincingly southern, you know. It's so nice when people don't butcher an accent. It's nuts. It's nuts. I mean, I, honestly. just gets like, yeah. Destroyed. Yeah. Pieces. Yeah. There's like, there's like, you know, if you're like, I'm from here originally, like yeah. there's actual Southern and then there's like Hollywood Southern yeah. where they think that like every single person Sounds South like of the Mason Dixon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, it doesn't matter what state you come from. They all sound alike. And like, these are people, they don't realize that like South Carolinians don't sound like people from Kentucky and don't sound like people from Texas. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, and even within South Carolina, you've got a mix of accents. Like, a very distinct one, you know. Like, I'm from the upstate. The, my, mine's not that strong. Yeah. Just because I've, you know, I've lived all, you know, around all the places. kind of like, you know, I've kind of, like, weeded it out. But it still, you know, creeps big in. It, it, it's directly proportional to how much I'm, I've had to drink. <laughs> and whether I'm around my family or not, you know, it just starts to creep back in. But, yeah, no. Like, uh, you know, one of my best friends in the world is, like, from the low country. And, like, I make fun of her all the time because, like, we don't sound anything alike, you know. Like, I'm from, you know, the upstate. And, like... You know, she's got, you know, the old South accent, you know, like, like, like old money, you know, which is, you know, I'm from white trash. So I'm from pure Appalachian white trash. So, like, I don't sound that cultured, you know. It's, it's, it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. The whole the Hollywood South thing that yeah. bugs the daylights out of me, you know. I'm glad this movie avoided yeah. that. Oh, it's, it's, God, she's, she's fantastic. Anyway, okay. Uh, you're going to hear it because after Chelsea Wolf, she's gonna, you're going to hear the trailer. So you'll get a, a taste of it. And then we're going to hear some Seahorse after that. One of the best things to come out of the Ukraine in the world with a track called Forest that just kind of blows me away. It's from an album called Watch a Seahorse Give Birth. Uh, the band is actually just called Seahorse. Vase after that with one of the one of the best releases of 2022. Then we'll get some work and some birthday massacre and some stuff from Vision Video. That's all coming up in this set. But to kick it off, uh, speaking of soundtracks... <laughs> Um, this is from the soundtrack of X, which is uh, the first in the Pearl series, the movie that you need to be watching as soon as the show is over. 
And Chelsea Wolf with a Wee Wee Marie. Well, Dark Entries go up right here.
know, caring for your family during these times is admirable. But you only get one take at this life. If only they would just die. Pardon? Nothing. Special dancing up on the screen like the pretty girls in the pictures. I will not let you leave this farm again. I'm worried there may be something real wrong with me. Rumor has it they only take one gal per town. We're looking for someone with X Factor. It has to be me. How about a film nobody else has seen? Is it legal? It will be eventually. I know what I've done. Bad things. Terrible, awful, murderous things. I want to be loved from as many people as possible. But truth is, I'm not really a good person.
Aki's Racks, the last full set of the show. I'm your host, DJ D, sat here with a swan song. <laughs> the swan song. <laughs> the one and only swan song. And we'll kick this out of there with a Chelsea Wolf. That was a Wee Wee Marie from the X soundtrack. And then uh, we heard a little bit of the Pearl trailer and uh, Seahorse after that. You're a fantastic Ukrainian band with a track called Forest. Vasem after that with Actor, the Birthday Massacre in there with Cold Lights from an album called Fascination. That's their new album from 2022. And Vision Video is what we just heard with a track called Death in a Hallway from an album called Haunted Hours. That is the last full set of Dark Entries Goth Radio for tonight. It's been our uh, part one of our look back at my favorite releases of 2022. If you are somebody who listens to the show and you're a band uh, and you're a friend of the show or somebody I play on the show regularly and you, you didn't hear yourself, don't worry, I got you. There's going to be at least two more episodes of this <laughs> starting next week. So there's two, way too many fantastic releases from 2022 to squeeze into one two-hour show so we're spreading this out so um stay tuned a lot more to come i was just sharing some of my thoughts of uh the new hellraiser movie with swan song a second ago point i was making right before i hopped on the mic is that um in the original you had andrew robinson uh claire higgins sean chapman uh, you know doug bradley kind of getting his start uh, one of his first movies you know and you had ironically you had all of these middle-aged well-accomplished actors who would like had already made names for themselves in theater and in film all directed by a guy who was all of 27 years old, <laughs> who uh, somehow finagled this deal to, to direct this movie out of a, uh, as an adaptation of a novel he wrote, which is one of the most badass moves <laughs> in the history of cinema. It's Clive Barker, all of 27 years old, said, hey, give me money. I wrote this book, and I want to make a movie adapted from my own novel. Will you give me money to make it? And he managed to pull that off and made one of the greatest horror movies of all time. And, I mean, aside from him, and um, I'm blanking her name now, Kirsty. you know, everyone involved in the cast, even the rest of the Cenobites and everything, were all accomplished actors uh, who were, you know, pushing middle age. I think that made a big difference because these are very well-defined characters really brought to life, had a lot of dimension to them and everything. And, and you, you remember their names. You, you, you remember Frank. There's no way you're going to forget Frank or Larry or Kirsty, And definitely not going to forget Julia, that's for sure. And then you get to Hellraiser 2022. For anyone listening right now, what was the boyfriend's name? You don't know, because do you? you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame, because David Bruckner is a fantastic director, you know, and I expected a lot more from it. And the things that hit really hit, because the, the Cenobites are, he nailed it. I thought the Cenobites were fantastic, but like uh, Operator OT was saying a second ago on Facebook, like, you know, there's just something missing. And I think the thing that's missing is that, like, the non-Cenobite characters were just completely flat, two-dimensional, and you kind of don't care about them. I can't even tell you right now the name of the lead. The protagonist of the movie. I don't remember her name. And I kind of couldn't care less. She wasn't interesting. No offense to the actress. I'm sure she's a fine person. But I just, you know, it was just there was something something missing. It was just very two-dimensional there. So it was so half and half because the things that hit really, really hit. I mean, the Cenobites were great. The special effects were great. Um, They were genuinely creepy and unsettling. They were really unsettling to even look at and listen to. But uh, uh, as they're meant to be. But the the humans are just like, I just killed them already. (laughs) He's just kind of kind of waiting on the next kill to happen, really, you know. So anyway, that's my uh, Hellraiser 2022 rant. Dark Interest Goth Radio has been on your radio. Um, I'm going to end it here with one last track. We're not going to do our usual Rocky Horror. I'm just going to do one last solid track from 2022 and then get out of here and say my goodbyes. So I'll go ahead and say my goodbyes right now, and then I'll, after the track, I'll, I'll turn it over to Swan Song, and they will do their thing well up until uh, the witching hour, from what I understand. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. So catch me on all the socials at at Dark Entries DJD on your Instagram and your Twitter or Facebook at the only place on Facebook called Dark Entries Goth Radio on the podcast darkentriesgothradio.podbean.com. Uh, you can also shoot me an email if you want to submit something for the show at darkentriesgothradio at gmail.com. 
And as usual, I will have this show uploaded, uh, edited and uploaded in the next uh, couple of days so to the podcast. So that's that about that on that. I hope you guys uh, have a good New Year's Eve and don't get up to too much trouble. I'm going to run out into the night in just a minute and see what uh, see what's what. Might be heading out to the art bar. If you're out there, look for the short, bald guy with the leather jacket and uh, buy him some whiskey. That'd be me, by the way. So uh, that's it. Hope you guys have had a good 2022. And I will, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. No. I'll see you next week. I'm not going to say the thing that everyone said. Oh, come on, you have to. Oh, gosh, whatever. I'll see you next year. Okay. <laughs> so, what else you got before we're out of here? You got anything? I mean, no. I okay. Listen, I have another two hours to fill with comments. I'll keep them to myself. You are insane. This one showed up at six? Six, yeah. Six. Did two hours. Sat here, listened to me do this nonsense for yeah. two hours. And then you're going to stick around for another two hours. And it would not even be the longest I've been in this studio, yeah. Wow. What would we do without people like this? Have a lot of dead air. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> okay. I'm out of here. See you next week, uh, next year, kids. And uh, here's, uh, anything, here's some sacred skin with Killer's Mind. Uh, great way to end the show. And don't go anywhere after this is over, because Swan Song's up for another two hours, uh, taking you well into the new year. So, uh... I'll see you next week, kids. As always, keep it spooky.